2: It is uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it is time for common law shamanism. Anyone there?
3: I'm here. Well, you... oh,
2: there's Man of Civics. What's up, Man of Civics? How are you doing,
4: JC? Shaman, how are you guys doing? I'm
2: pretty well... good. How are you? i liking them civics episodes coming out.
4: Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Uh, I'm liking the stuff you're putting out. It, I had to catch up with it over the last hour. You're doing a good job. I love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, when I made the uh, video vote no confidence, I, uh, I told everybody I was going to show them what a good government is. <laughs> And how you create one? Because it's not—it's not like it's a big secret. Freaking people have been governing pe- other people for thousands of years. They—they they know how to do it pretty effectively. Yep. Hold That's on. Simple.
5: Wait a minute. Can you guys hear me? Yes, you can. Uh, I wouldn't say effectively. They got to keep changing it. They <laughs> haven't found one system that everybody likes.
3: I ain't nobody. <laughs> I ain't stealing nothing. I ain't murdering nobody.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm tired.
3: I love the fact that half the people that try to tell you what to do, you've never met them in your life. It's <laughs> Like, they have no no bearing on your life whatsoever. Like, probably Those never. people even are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like. Didn't we deem that Karen this year?
5: <laughs>
3: There's several on this phone
2: call right now.
5: <laughs> yeah, they're wearing I voted stickers. Uh,
2: Who's wearing an I voted sticker? I voted. I voted. People no telling you. <laughs> I,
3: voted. I just called myself out for ten cents.
5: I voted for myself. There was only one vote. I guess I'll govern myself.
2: I voted for nobody because nobody listens to your concerns. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to hold up to their campaign promises. Holy cow, you found Nemo. (laughs) I'd
5: like
3: to know how many votes votes Mickey Mouse actually got. Because you know people write (laughs) Mickey Mouse in.
5: He usually gets a ton. And I don't think he'd do a bad job
3: he's the president-elect man
5: <laughs> you know he he couldn't do worse i mean i've seen fantasia and it's still better than what we got going on i him on south park
2: man i thought my eight-year-old son could run a better government than what we got going on right now i'm voting for malcolm
3: all <laughs> the yellow brick would be like Malcolm be like, free PlayStation
2: for everybody. <laughs> <Done>.
6: <laughs> no, he'd be like, I'm
2: keeping all the PlayStations for myself. <laughs> heard everybody about that shopping app? to 11.
3: <laughs> Have you guys heard about the shopping
2: app? No, what's up with the shopping app?
3: They had this deal in the news earlier today that was talking about how every time Walmart or Target or one of the big companies loaded up any of the PS fives, <laughs> this shopping bot, somebody was buying the shit out of them and turn around reselling them for like twice what they bought them for. Like all of them. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's what you get when you have COVID. <laughs> yeah. No one and was the, the store and kind of buys The people buying
2: them are stupid. You know, when people paying twice the price, that's retarded.
5: Yeah, it's dumb. Wish I would
2: have bought some
5: PlayStation stock about six months ago. They got a new uh, yeah, would, headset, mouthpiece. that has got a mask on it.
6: If I was PlayStation, <laughs> I'd carry it in
3: Sneeze
5: guard, hey, Stan.
3: Stan. <laughs> hey, Stan. Yeah. Stan.
5: What's up? What's up?
3: What did you think of that Amnesia 33?
5: Um, well, my power is still on. I still have water, um, heat. Um, what I do know is uh, discontent happened in the news, and everybody's like mainstream's not real. Then they made this little Newsmax thing, and everybody's like, Newsmax is the real news, and they went right back to fear-mongering, and they called it Amnesia 33. That's my view. Yep.
3: I mean, it's, it,
5: it, it's... Is this the 33rd Amnesia? I don't know. I can't remember. You
3: know, I don't know how many times <laughs> we've just, man. When the lights go out, how many people are just going to flip out because they don't know how to live in the world that they're in. I will do so. I will flip out. That will be me.
5: If the Did power goes out, you know, the most I dangerous know. thing is the people. The My you daughter know,
3: will self-combust.
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: mine will script. Mine will I'll trip. be like, listen, I'll to, so if the
5: power bad. goes out, the millennials will figure out free energy to power their phones, I guarantee you. In like two minutes. Yeah,
3: my 14-year-old will have a damn inverter hooked to a battery. I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you Hooked to a bicycle.
5: Have a, have a generator hooked to a bike and trying to figure out who they're going to fucking make run their bike Metal. so that they don't have to pay for it.
6: <laughs> Who's pedaling it. Bike? <laughs> <laughs> you, damn bike. Like,
5: hey. you have to pedal this. I deserve this. I deserve this. You better go, <laughs> man. I'm glad we're starting off on such a light mood. This is great. In fact,
3: I need some TV past
2: <laughs> Yeah, see bad that. Uh, JD's having having problems. Who? JD. He tried getting on. He says he's having problems with his microphone.
3: Why don't you just call in like we do, or like I do?
2: Well, he does it on the internet like I do.
3: He's a Wi-Fi caller. Thank you. We're cellular callers. He's Wi-Fi. He's more advanced technologically than you and I. We're rednecks. I don't know what the hell to do. I don't know. Uh,
5: I don't know who is as north as I am. I'm on um, Chicago's latitude. But this December, starting, I believe, tonight, you're going to be able to see the uh, northern lights between 9 and 4 a.m.
3: The 14th is going to be the darkest night of the year. That's going to be the night that they say we'll be able to see a whole lot of different stuff. Um, The star set. All that good stuff, which is funny because there's a lot of shit going on on the 14th. Ain't there ain't that like electorals gotta come in and all kinds of other stuff, like the seances and rituals.
5: I don't do either. I don't know.
3: I think I think that's what they got going on, or something about astrology and the Star of Jerusalem or something. And well,
5: I know I'm between the 14th that, like, and the 20th, First, uh, Saturn and Jupiter are going to um, pretty much coalesce. They're going to be, yeah.
3: What it is is everybody's saying that that's the uh, Bethlehem star. The Christmas what is star. It? Is it Beetlejuice? it's just ironic. It's ironic that they're that's, saying that Jupiter and Saturn are the Christmas star. And I'm thinking, you know, there was another movie that claimed that the Antichrist was, that was Damien. Remember Damien, where they said those two stars, uh, the omen, Damien the omen? Mm-hmm. Man, that was scary. I couldn't those, watch that. After those, two, blew, no. those two uh, planets aligned, and it created that star, and that was supposed to be the sign of the Antichrist being born. Of course, that's just a movie. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that's real. But that's how this is what everybody gets every time something happens. Is that supposed to be part of that Goose Beetlegoose- Orion deal too, Sean, you know? Oh, where he loses his right arm.
0: His well, arm's Yeah. That thing,
3: but... Yeah, we just haven't seen it yet. You knew about that, right Stan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know that. about
5: Orion and Beetlejuice, yeah.
3: That star's supposed to be gone. And that's the right arm of, and of course, that's supposed to represent uh, Nimrod on the other side. Beetlejuice is
5: the eye of the Centurion, is it not?
3: Thought it was the armpit. The centaur of Orion. The armpit of Orion. I don't know how what stands going. I've not heard that. that. Star Trek.
5: (laughs) <laughs> no, it's a oh constellation Sagittarius, man. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Is that Star Trek? What episode
2: was that? It's, it's a Star, Star Wars.
6: Star Wars.
7: Is that Rathikon? Star Wars.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh. dude. <laughs> Hey, Sarah, I, I just looked over that paperwork, and if you wish to raise your hand, I, you know, I got some questions, because there, there's nothing on there for probable cause, except for them just saying that it's probable cause.
3: I can't see it. My computer's broke.
2: What's up,
1: Sarah? Hi. Um, well, she's here right now, so we can ask her questions, too. Um, Jazz, you should raise your hand. She can see as she does. So, they, the neighbors across the street, she just, my daughter just raised her hand. She can probably tell the story better. The neighbors across the street don't like her and her dogs. And so, they tried to accuse her dog of killing their little dog, right? Well, she's got Rottweilers and Massives, and she had a whole shitload of puppies this summer. So, there's a lot of dogs around. Well, to tell you, if they're, if her dogs are going to kill a dog, which they do not. They're very friendly dogs. They don't. They don't harm anybody actually. But if they were gonna kill their dog, they would have ripped it in shreds. They would have just let it leave. You know. So. Well, well hey jo-
2: Jasmine did raise her hand. Sh- Jasmine, you there? Yep, I'm here. So so what happened? Like, let's give the firsthand verified testimony. And who is Todd Mandary? He's my
8: boyfriend. He lives with okay. me too. Um so back in August. Um, Right before I went to work, we heard barking, and he had called the dog inside. And when I went to leave, there was a cop across the street, and they claimed that our three dogs killed their little Yorkshire Terrier in their yard, but the blood spot was in the road. Like there was just one blood spot. And so they deemed them dangerous dogs, or they said they had to be registered as dangerous dogs or whatever. And while we hadn't done all the proper steps or whatever, so today they came with a search warrant get them to confiscate them or whatever and tell us we have seven days or they'll euthanize them.
2: Uh, do you, so, like, do you also all the have the dogs? Because I mean, it says here that they took them.
8: No, they okay. took they took um one of them I got rid of and then they took the t- other two today.
2: What was the probable cause?
8: Um, they said that because they have a the neighbor who saw that said she saw the dog our dog kill her dog and then some our other neighborhood too, that was totally driving by saw it too was there what they're saying they're going off of, I guess I don't know I don't did, were, it like road road, I it. did it, it happen yeah, in well, the road or
3: did it happen in the road in your in your yard
8: their stuff says it, um the lawsuit that they filed against us says it happened in their yard but the blood spot there was only one blood spot there was like one round spot was in the middle of the uh, gravel road like in between our houses
3: so they claim it's in their yard
8: yep but it was the one blood spot was in the on the gravel road
2: anybody got security cameras
8: we don't have, they weren't working at the time and they said that they do, but they said they didn't.
2: So you're telling me that they have security cameras, but they didn't have them working when this happened.
8: That's what they said, yep.
2: And do y'all know that, I mean, y'all are the dog owners. Did your dogs get out?
8: Well, they were outside, they were out, they had been outside that morning or whatever Cause somebody had brought them out the night before and they were out all night and when my boyfriend called for them to come back, they came back right away, like they came, they all came running right away and I know from them killing rabbits and stuff, if they would have been killing something, they wouldn't have come, like they would have been too interested in killing that animal or whatever, they wouldn't have just bit it and dropped it, like they said that they did. Our neighbors just have it out for us, like we, they call the cops on us for everything. They cannot possibly try to figure out what to do. Cops, like, we haven't had cops. A week go by that we haven't had cops at our house in the last, like, six months. All
2: right. Well, here's Let me the ask first you a question. question. All right. Go ahead. Nah, go
5: ahead. Um, so you're kind of sure, but you're not really sure that your dogs didn't kill it because I have dogs, and I've had dogs all my life, and they have definitely – picked stuffed up, snapped it, and come running back when I called them. Um, rabbits, raccoons, all kinds of stuff. Your dogs may have and may have not. There's no security sure cameras. There's sure no anything. Let me finish. Let me finish. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Have you tried negotiating with them?
8: Yeah, I, I did, and um, they, they, weren't, they weren't willing to work. As I said, didn't file the lawsuit against us. for the cost of their dog they want our dog to okay
6: bed. okay how, how Did
8: much you
1: write have
8: you have a letter jazz yeah i wrote a letter and gave him a card saying about like saying sorry for your loss of your dog and i had i told them i was going to you know work something out with them just to keep the peace but they filed a lawsuit instead
3: if the evidence points that it happened outside of your property, it's gonna
6: mm-hmm.
8: be
3: very. Yeah,
8: tough. it was either road or yeah, it's like a couple feet from our property. The road's really and, close to
3: both of our houses. I'm saying this being the owner of not only a Yorkie but also a hundred and five pound solid black German Shepherd, so, mm-hmm. and having conversations in what to do in certain situations with other animals, including my own, what the outcome would be. What happens in your yard, your dogs kill another dog in your yard, you're pretty much safe. As long as it's a defense. Same thing happens if somebody walks into your yard, um, you know, and, and your dog attacks them. Um, were they invited? Were you know? What are the circumstances to it? If that animal, which is your responsibility, exceeds its property boundary and something happens, you're going to be responsible for it. In all cases, it's just like a projectile coming out of a barrel of a gun. Once that trigger's pulled and that bullet leaves, just because it hits its intended target, you know, if it accidentally bounces off something and hits somebody else, that's yours too. So it's, you know, we've worked with our neighbors. Here we have issues in our neighborhood too, specifically the littler dogs. Um, and we politely and kindly show our neighbors and talk to our neighbors. And kind of about the same time every night now, we all get our dogs out on, and walk them after dinner. Um, we started it, and a lot of neighbors have started following us, um, and we're able to communicate and talk, and our dogs are able to meet. And, um, That's so great, man. A Jack, you know,
0: we got That's a Jack great.
3: Russell, little, little puppy. Jack Russell lives across the street. He's new. Um, Willie, um, Willie gets. Out. He knows our German Shepherd. Our German Shepherd stays outside with an invisible fence, so there's no boundary. It's invisible. Um, so don't don't come past his territory. He'll let you know where it's at. But if the other animals around us happen to get out, I have the fear of my dog shredding the the Yorkie next to us or accidentally mistaking it or little Willie or something else they're They're socially trained to deal with each other. um We let them sniff butts more or less. So I, you know, I agree with
5: what you're saying. So in essence, what he's saying is you failed to maintain and monitor your property. And as it was let out, they're saying it's the most probable cause for the destruction of their property. Nobody ha- Nobody can say it isn't.
8: They did have invisible, col- their invisible fence collars on two of them did.
3: I mean, if it happened in your yard and in evidence, yeah. you know, there's a blood spot in your yard, then that is what you go in and defense with. This was in our yard. Um, you know, this little antagonistic shit, and fortunately being three pounds came over here,
8: and, you know,
3: I can't help it that he was trying to bully the bigger
5: Can dogs. I ask what kind of dogs they are? Um, They Rottweiler, are they're... one
8: of the pure Rottweiler Mastiffs. They're big,
2: big dog. What what were the dogs that they've allegedly killed?
8: Um one well Brutus is an English mastiff and then um one of the puppies was a, a Mastweiler, half Rottweiler, half mastiff.
5: No, the the dogs they killed was that?
8: Oh no, oh. the dog that killed was a Yorkshire Terrier. That was really all was the a tiny around, little dog. Yeah. I like to socialize. <laughs>
2: Uh, you wouldn't happen to know about how old the dog was, do you?
8: They were getting ready to put it down. Uh, so could, all, it'd have to be earlier. probably 13 to
3: 15, John.
2: Could could you it docu- <clears throat> like, could you, do you have any type of documentation that would show that? Um, no. I'm sure they'd wow. offer it up. How how do you know that they were you know kind of getting prepared to put the dogs down?
8: They had told us because we had problems about it like earlier in the year my dog running over there and then we had talked about it. And I thought we I thought we had worked something out and they were talking about it then. Um,
2: how much are they suing you for? Are they suing you like in a court of record um, or magistrates court?
8: Conciliation court. What was for that? sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's for
3: a new puppy. That's for a new puppy, by the way. So prorate that, just as an insurance company would. <laughs> like, yeah, make sure you fight that. You know, you give them like maybe one hundred fifty bucks for a fourteen-year-old dog, but you're not giving them sixteen hundred dollars for a new one, straight up.
5: And ask <laughs> them how much know, they're going to give you for your dogs.
3: Yeah. If how are they how are they gonna
5: replace your property after you pay them
3: uh-huh. so do I
6: file a very good.
3: Claim
5: very them? good I mean, well, you, I, you want I the program, money or are you looking for my dog's life
2: yeah i mean i I don't know uh what I would do' cause is there any way you could send me the paperwork and could you send me the paperwork on um you know what you what you sent to them because you said that you tried to work it out in private did you offer them some type of <laughs> compensation
8: i gave them a card that i had wrote and i don't have a copy of the card that said you know i i'm sorry that cause at first i got kind of mad and i kind of freaked out on them because they came the cops came and said they're going to take my dogs and stuff and I apologized for overreacting at the time and said I I wasn't thinking about them losing a dog and I apologize for them losing a dog, and just to keep the peace I'd be willing to work something out to pay them for their dog just to keep the peace around the neighborhood. I don't think my dogs did it, but I'd rather you know avoid to avoid court or whatever. But if by the court case anyways.
3: Was there any kind of monetary value discussed or anything like that? Did you say oh? The- Amy, you know. it, it doesn't
2: matter because she she offered it was an open ended negotiation and what that's called Jasmine's that's called an imparlance, so I mean you didn't know that it was an imparlance but what you did was you performed an imparlance and that is incredibly important like that's that's a really really important thing because court is a place for controversy. And what you did is you went to them, you went to your brother, you went to your sister, you went to your neighbor in private and said, "Hey, my apologies, I don't believe that what you're saying is true. I don't believe your claim's true, but in the, in the name of, of peace sakes, can we work this out outside of court? So by them moving against you after that point, it's it's bad faith. By them not even trying to negotiate with you, that's bad faith. When when somebody initiates a lawsuit, like in law, you have to write the other side. You have to go through what they call the administrative process. You have to write the other side and you have to say, so like uh, given this example, they would have to write you and say, hey, Jasmine, you know, I saw your dog kill my, my Yorkie, and I'm really upset about it, and that Yorkie cost me about $1,400. How do you propose we settle this matter? That That's the proper way. And then if you didn't answer, you didn't give them an answer that they liked, or you know, you, y'all couldn't come to some sort of an agreement, you got to have some type of back and forth. Before going, you know, by the time you go down to court, it's like, okay, well, we've already tried working this out and there's just nothing we can do. Yeah.
8: Yeah, they're not willing to work with us. They call the cops on us for everything. We've had cops here for dumbest. Yeah,
2: so, so about that and just from looking at that search warrant because they, they just say they have probable cause. Um, I've never seen a search warrant like that. Uh, they, they always um, list the parts of the testimony that are um, conclusive of the probable cause. They always have the probable cause lined out. I mean, Shaman was a police officer for, what, a decade? Shaman, you there? Back in the 50s, right? Mm, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Not a <laughs> time <of Puzzleville.
9: laughs> he, he he rode a horse.
3: Got to talk about metaphysics and Star Wars to get him away.
5: Back when they were still using five-point stars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm just saying. Like, I I used to, you know, I used to distribute marijuana on a very high scale. So I I had a lot of uh, search warrants issued against my property and my persons and also people that I know. And I've seen a lot of search warrants and I've never seen a search warrant where they just state that they have probable cause and they don't declare what the probable cause is on the search warrant. And because of that and the issue that these neighbors are having the cops come out to your house. Do y'all own that property or is it in a mortgage or what?
8: So so y'all are,
2: it's in what?
8: Contract for deed.
2: Okay. So, and and that's down, like, that's on file down at the registry of deeds or the county recorders or whatever y'all call it out there.
8: Yep. The recorder.
2: Uh, okay, so what I would do is I would attach a notice to that, um, you know, just write up a simple notice saying that if, uh, if anybody wishes to trespass upon your property, then they consent to some form of payment, whatever you wish to, to make up, but I would get it down to a penny amount. And I would also put in that notice that if any magistrate or judicial officer of the state wishes to issue a warrant, you know, for your property, for your persons or your property, that you're going to require at least a two million dollar secured bond attached to that.
8: Okay.
2: I okay. Down
8: to the recorder, have them record it with it.
2: Uh, yeah, you're going to have to. You you'd probably look up the book and the page number for the property deed and um, have that have that recorded on there, the you know the property that can be found in your records at, you know, book 596, page 123, um, you know, so that it attaches to that property description. Uh, I, I would even maybe attach to the notice, uh, the legal property description that's attached to your deed. Okay. So, and that's going to cut, that's going to cut the uh, cops from, coming over there out all together. I mean, I've seen the DEA just hop off a guy's house within about three hours of doing that.
8: Yeah, because we've had like three search warrants here that they've came now that have all been not even right, but they all look like that, exactly like that same paperwork.
2: Uh, yeah, so you know, and and like I'm I'm telling you this because that paperwork right there is scary. Like <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, so, cause there, there's nothing about that that's in law unless they do things down there. That's completely backwards and you can go down and get the case file and there's probable cause, you know, elsewhere in the file. Yeah, pretty bad. I, I, there, but... I, I mean, I know that they do that sometimes, but like I said, even when they do that, i've always seen them declare what the probable cause was on the actual warrant
1: this county is like hmm. go
9: ahead jc uh, i was just asking jc what he meant by scary
2: well i mean it's scary when freaking you know they just say that they have probable cause and and they don't listen. I mean, I think it's freaking scary that they're changing probable cause into reasonable suspicion or reasonable cause. You know, like uh, it's scary. Thought because, crime. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Yeah. For instance, like uh, a cop pulls you over. And he sees the dead hooker in the back of your car. He's got probable cause, but he's gonna state that he sees the dead hooker and what his probable cause is before he rips you out of the car, throws you in handcuffs, takes you down before the magistrate, and rips rips your car apart. Okay. Now reasonable suspicion. Well, your car could just be messy, right? And now the cop's gonna just rip you out of your car, search your car, rip your car apart. He doesn't find anything. He says, well. You had a messy car, so I, I reasonably suspected that you did drugs. You know, that's reasonable to me. There's no way to definitively define what somebody is thinking or feeling and what's reasonable to them at the time, except for their own testimony, like taking their own word. There's there's nothing um, subjective about it or objective about it. So it's really scary when they start issuing warrants and just saying, oh, yeah, there's probable cause. Well, what is that probable cause? You know, it's like, okay, hey, I'm going to come over to your house and take your TV and your bed set and your uh, dining table and any gold or silver you have laying around because I got probable cause.
5: Do you have a receipt for it? No. Well, then I have probable cause of stolen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the police last year took more people than more money and property from people than were robbed. That's not right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. This county Do acts like <laughs> Do I? Yeah. <laughs>
6: they act Threaten like
1: the 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 Dukes of hazard. That's how this county acts. They're back in the hills, they're kind of hillbillies. They act just like they did on um, Dukes of hazard swear
2: to God. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, you go and put in uh, something attached to your property saying that you're going to require a $2 million secured bond um, for them to issue a warrant and they are going to cut that shit out real quick. Yeah. Because they're going to know that the state's going to be liable for their actions. See, way back in the day, like a hundred years ago, every warrant had to have a secured bond. Because if you didn't find the criminal activity that you claimed was going on, then whoever you claimed that against, whoever you filed a false claim against, whoever you pretended against, had the right to go and execute that secured bond.
5: Would, it, and, and would it be safe to say that what you brought out into the public, you were liable then for, no matter what it was, if it was a dog that killed other people, or if you brought out false claims, false claims?
3: Think about it on a on another way too, like Sean. Sean, there you are. To...
2: Have you? Hey, Sean, have you ever seen a search warrant without probable cause, like stated inside the search warrant?
3: No, you have to tell. Uh, you, you, you no. To answer your question. Like, uh, shoot, man, I broke my train of thought. Hold on a second. sorry brother. Break, man. I was going. What's up, Sean? You said you said think about it another way. Well, yeah, I got that part, but I can't remember the shit. After. <laughs> <laughs> it's
9: the follow up. Where's
2: the okay, rest? Of I got it.
3: it. So yeah. a no knock warrant. Right. So these cops and the way you're supposed to do it is you have to have you have to observe something. Right. Where you get reasonable suspicion and you can articulate that reasonable suspicion. Right. Uh, through. Some informant telling you something, and then you've seen something that corroborates that, okay? Then you have to leave somebody there watching the house while you go get a warrant, and it has to state what you're doing, where it is, and why you're doing it. And then when you get in there, what you're going to be doing. Um, Then you can go back. So think about these idiots. Like that lady they shot, no knock warrant, wrong freaking house. Do you think they would have done that or been less likely to do that if there was a $2 million bond attached to it and they were told, hey, you guys sure? Because if you get this shit wrong, they're taking your house and your underwear and your dog. You're never going to be able to get get a job again. (laughs) 100%
5: liability is 100% freedom.
3: So it's like uh, – and that's the problem with everything, with everybody, smart asses a computer. There's no consequences. There hasn't been consequences in so long. Everybody's lawless, man. They haven't been – look, man, I grew up rough, and there was stuff I couldn't get away with. I mean, and they wouldn't just yell. Like brooms and knives and – I mean, dude, you got punched. Nowadays, they just get away with everything. And these cops, man, I'm telling you, they don't know. They just keep being told by the legal society, and then the people get more ignorant. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse.
2: It's all because of that immunity. And you know what immunity means. It means exempt from public service.
3: Perfect, we're in the private. If anybody watched watched that movie, Lethal Weapon 2, you remember when they had the uh, South African consulate? And at the very end of the mm-hmm. movie, he's standing up on the boat and he they were getting ready to shoot him because he shot down there and shot Riggs and he goes, he aims at him, he pulls out his diplomat ID and he goes, diplomatic immunity. And then watches Danny Glover goes, that's been revoked and shoots him in the forehead. But that whole movie, <laughs> but that whole movie, every time that guy would do something, he pull out that thing and go, you know, you can't touch me, diplomatic immunity, diplomatic
5: There was a law and order that had um, like a Eastern European guy that that came to New York and he was uh, raping women and every time a woman came and said something about him, he would be like diplomatic immunity, you know, can't come after me. And so what they did is uh, in the show, they had all the cops just ticket him constantly and he would just just keep taking the ticket and taking the ticket and finally threw him down. They ticket him for littering and all this other stuff. All they could do was run him out of the country. He never went to jail. He never even in the show. Yeah,
3: they, you're not. We're not. We weren't allowed to touch him. Couldn't pull him over or nothing. Hey, that just reminded me. Did anybody see? I went through the uh, the every three four day news cycle, and Biden gets up. This is how in their how in like John just said in his last. Pay attention. Biden comes on there. And he's horribly stuttering and reading a card, but he says, "I'm going to order masks in the areas that I can legally do it." And he says, "You know, federal buildings, um,
9: Washington D.C. Yeah, actually, he
2: can't even do it in D.C. It's got to be, uh, it's got to be the, the mayor, mayor of Washington D.C. Yeah.
3: but all and what he said was federal property."
6: Military bases.
3: But, yep. He only mentioned three, but the point was, is if anybody actually stopped for 1.2 seconds, listened to what he said, they would be on this show figuring this shit out instead of thinking we're all asking.
9: Poops. Yeah, asking questions about why he said it that way.
3: I mean, he just said, I don't have jurisdiction. He doesn't.
9: Yet. Yeah.
3: So. Right. There you
10: go. Check, check. How's my sound?
5: Hey, your sound's good. You sound All right. Good. You can rock the mic, it will. So, well, I'm, I'm actually
2: <laughs> going to take this uh, uh, another step forward and. And Jasmine and Sarah, I guess muted themselves back out. But um, Jasmine, after you go and file the um, notice of trespass on property, uh, I would I would pretty immediately after that I would go down to the court that issued the search warrant, and I would I would file an emergency motion or move like you can emergency move the court. Um, if you don't feel like filing a motion to show probable cause because it wasn't spelled out in the warrant. And if they don't have probable cause, then you require your property, those those animals, back immediately.
3: Hey, and another thing. Let me ask you. If- cops can't go off hearsay either. Like, remember I said they had to get, like, they got information, but then they had to do something to, to qualify it. They had to do something to quantify it. You, like, I can't, I mean, a cop, okay, I couldn't just go down the road, hey, this guy's drunk, I saw him come out of the bar, and he fell, and then he got his car, he's been swerving all over the place, it's in a white Ford Tempo, Alpha Hotel Romeo, one, two, three, okay, and you go, all right, I can't just run up there and pull a guy over. I have to follow him for two or three miles, and see, even three miles is pushing it, technically. And if I don't see him crossing the lines and stuff, I can't stop them just because somebody said. So in other words, I mean, and and I had to leave the phone for a second to deal with something with my kid, but if I understood it correctly, basically your neighbor said, her dog killed my dog, so they came in and said, okay, we're searching your house. They can't do that shit. Well, and,
2: and actually... Uh now that sean's bringing that up and i was going to kind of bring this up here in a minute but uh i've gone over this before um who is uh curtis richard stew Is, is that your neighbor hello
8: um he is a detective
2: okay so see right here This is this is where you get any freaking search warrant um, because no search warrant issues in law anymore and i'm going to. I'm going to tell you exactly how you know this and that's because this warrant right here that i'm looking at isn't stamped by the clerk's office okay it is not a valid search warrant so even if you go in there and they say that they have probable cause because this guy uh, Richard got on the stand. Anything he said on the stand has to be hearsay, which means no facts appear on the record. Bring that up, that everything he said on the stand was hearsay, no facts appear on the records and you require your property back immediately. Otherwise, they know the cost of trespass. Okay. Um, what do yeah.
8: I do about it? The courts are closed right now, Here, up here. Do what? The courthouse like I tried when i would try to go down against the police report before like this was earlier in like august they they wouldn't answer like the doors were locked and they wouldn't answer the door i called like four different people at the courthouse to try to get in and they wouldn't let me in
2: Mel. make sure somebody signs for it i mean was this in the middle of the day or you know at night or yeah it was
8: like the middle of the day it was like two o'clock in the afternoon
2: so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, then then mail it down there, and, and if you can't get them to record it uh, in your local jurisdiction, then mail it somewhere. Mail it somewhere else. Just get it on a public record, and then get that public record served to the people who are would be interested parties, like the judicial officer who signed the warrant, the freaking officer, uh, the detective who got up on the stand and uh testified the to your neighbors that don't wish to work with you send it to every interested party anybody who's moving against you you got to start moving back against them
10: if you uh look on your local like county courts website it will almost guarantee i would say uh toward the usually at the top, it'll say like COVID-19 measures, this, that, the other, you know, effective on this date, uh, you know, courts will be closed or this or whatever. And it'll say what types of proceedings they're still holding as far as like misdemeanor, this, that, you know, uh, until like 60 days after lift of, you know, uh, lockdowns or whatever the case, but it'll most likely tell you, uh um, what is still available in the courts and if not, it'll tell you how to proceed from there as well. So maybe it'll have a contact for you.
2: Uh, Yeah. And another thing is, is that if you can't get uh, to the courts and you can't get to the records, like the registry of deeds or the county recorders, um, mail the documents off to the secretary of state and and inform the secretary of state that it's not your intention. To cause them any type of inconvenience, uh, but they, you know, basically the offices that come under their jurisdiction, the county recorders, are are not performing their functions and duties in law, and that you require this public notice be recorded.
8: Okay.
2: Do that. So, because the secretary of state, I can guarantee you will will get on the phone with somebody. Like, like immediately, I've been down to county recorder's office where they wouldn't even record my document until they talked to the Secretary of State. And they, they got them on the phone pretty quick.
8: Okay,
2: I'll have to do it tomorrow. Yeah, and somebody put up You're in the chat dice. like When, when you're sending the letters, like when you're sending these documents to the courthouse, um, because you can't get in there, if you can't get in there to file them in person, uh, make sure that you send everything certified registered where they're going to send you a signature receipt upon delivery. So, and then, um does your neighbors do they have an attorney and, and one part of the story that i was kind of unclear on um because you said that your neighbors said that they saw it and was there another party that said they saw it or just your neighbors
8: they they did and then they um our other neighbor that they're friends with that doesn't like us um said that they were driving by but,
2: okay so if they don't like you, and you can, you can establish that upon the fact of the of the court, then they don't have any third party impartial witnesses.
8: Yeah, I'm sure we do that. There's been calls from them to our address for no reason.
2: Yeah, so so you know you can go ahead and disqualify them as any type of witness uh, because they're not third party impartial. That because they have a reason to move against you.
6: Okay.
2: So, and, and this call's recorded, That's so if you're, you uh, know, if you are confused about anything, you can go back and re-listen to it.
3: And now what you just established at the court was, he said, she said, if you do all that. Like it's okay. Her dog killed my dog. <clears throat> no, he didn't.
2: Yes, he did. Well, to me, it sounds like a problem between the dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, you know, you see what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, I mean, I again, you're bad for the drunk guy that you that somebody saw. I mean, either it can be verified or it cannot.
2: It, yeah, and I mean, you well, know, it. And- one one of the things that I would ask them is, you know, if you saw my dog freaking killing your dog, why didn't you take a picture of it? Like everybody has stop a stop phone all the time, especially if you're driving down the road. You know, nobody drives without a cell phone. You're you're not gonna stop and and take a picture or try to intervene and save the neighbor's dog. Like what what yeah, kind of just human like, thing? Oh, that's happening, right?
10: What kind of good Samaritan is that?
2: I'm saying. Go uh, go ahead.
8: I think the paperwork says that the person that was driving by stopped and tried to help them. At least the lawsuit paperwork at least says that. Yeah, it says that the passerby stopped to help them because she my dogs are being aggressive towards her.
2: Probably. Uh, I mean, I'm just going
5: to go Your biggest problem and, that I can uh, see is that um, your dogs were outside your property. This is going to be very hard. Um, I don't know. Maybe John will agree, maybe not. Earlier, you said you tried to negotiate. They didn't want to negotiate. Um, yeah. I just remember a case with uh, this guy, uh, Carl Miller. He talks about a case in Michigan where there was a company, Rent-A-Center, and they couldn't come up with the money that Rent-A-Center wanted, and Rent-A-Center said, you pay us everything you owe us, or we're taking it back. And they went to court, and they said, I'll pay you whatever you want, but I can only pay this much at this time and this much a month. And when Rent-A-Center said, no, that's not okay, the judge said, "Uh, you, you know, release the couch to these people. So I, I don't know, but, like, I think that's – am I correct or am I wrong?
2: Yeah, I mean, the way that I always describe this is, you know, like when I would run the streets. freaking When you run the streets and somebody owes you money and you run into them, if they got $5 and you won't take it, they don't owe you any money. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you're you're going to get your money from them if they owe you money. If, if they got fifty cents, you're going to take the fifty cents. They got no like no shoes on. I mean, <laughs> right, from, from what I'm trying to, from what I'm hearing with sh-
5: what John's saying is that um, if you owe somebody a debt, you're going to take a partial payment and then more. Like when a credit card company like calls you up and says, you know, we think you owe this. Would you, you know, at least pay us five dollars today in good faith? They're, you know, you're you're saying you owe a debt, and this is how much you can get. If that person says, like, um, I'm not taking that, I need everything. You can't get blood from a stone. So at that point, they're doesn't saying they in, they're relinquishing their debt to you.
3: Then they have to be in writing. I
0: don't doesn't know that for who. Have to who? be in
3: writing. For who? Well, I know not on, a, for me. on a mortgage, con- like on a mortgage contract, for example. Um, it doesn't ever it doesn't stage or explicitly say anywhere in the contract that phone conversation uh, is part of the deal. It's a uh, first class mail.
5: Where does it say it's not? Okay. I think the um, writing's not Anyway bad. when you when you have a mortgage with with a bank, who's the, who's the party on the other side? Who's gonna say what is and what isn't on the other side?
3: Nobody. That just seems like an empty there.
5: gun it seems like somebody's pulling the trigger and there's no bullets. But you're afraid because Stan. the gun's pointed at you. You know what I mean? Yeah?
10: Hey, Stan, was that a Carl Miller yeah. story, you sure? I seem to have heard it Yeah, it's Carl different-
5: Miller. It's, um... It he, he does it on, um... No. I I it's Carl one. Miller. Um, it's a Carl, a hey, Carl <laughs> Miller. <laughs> That's
10: what I was wondering. And
5: it's um it's on his video deal. It's the it's the same part of the video. I believe it's the second part where he's talking about how he got a court to he, the the court kept saying, you owe him $1,000 or $1,500, and he's like, dollars of what, dollars of what? And the judge said, dollars of coffee beans, I don't care. So they paid him in coffee beans, and it stood in Michigan for I don't know how many years, and people were paying debts with coffee beans when the judge said dollars. <laughs> the same video. You know, that's the lunacy that it
2: is, right? Well, at the end of the day... The person sitting up on the bench, they don't care. Um, Jasmine, I know that everybody's been kind of telling you that if your dog's off your property, you know, then then you're at fault. If I were you, I would not admit to the dog being off the property. I would adamantly deny that, and uh, and I would fight it every other legal or lawful way that uh, that I could, and I would I would move to get the third party non impartial witnesses thrown out everybody who's who would be testifying it seems like they have something a reason to to cause you some type of or loss um and i would make that apparent and i would also bring up the fact that you you tried an imparlance because just like stan was talking about uh you know you offered uh-huh. They, and give Baltimore and they denied it, and not only did they deny it, but then they came back and sued you in bad faith. Yeah, it wasn't honorable. But what Stan was talking about with the whole like credit card company calling you up and being like, hey, can you pay $5 today? And one of the big reasons they do that is to get you to admit to the debt, to get you yeah. to confirm the debt and verify it. 'Cause they can't verify anything.
9: Yeah, they get you to um convict yourself, right, of the step into the situation with your own uh with your
5: own your own Somebody contract. has a conviction and you're the only one there, so
4: Yeah.
8: I found the lawsuit paperwork, but I don't know how to share it with you guys.
2: Um, I mean, if you can share it with, uh, if you can share it with Sarah, Sarah could probably email it to me real quick.
8: Yeah, let me find her.
2: The man of civics, what have you been thinking about those civics videos coming out? I know you're loving no.
4: it oh I am definitely loving it
2: <laughs> you, you sharing it with your civics class
4: are you still uh, having I that
2: civics class no I
4: haven't been having it since COVID broke out trying to actually I was trying to get it up and running uh the end of August and they just they're not having anything locally everything's shut down my library's shut down Everything you, is you just
2: you should do a zoom no-go. civics class I, I'll come on there
4: <laughs> I'm trying I'm, I'm breaking it up into 60 second increments of just the important things and we're going to put them on TikTok I think that's the simplest one and not to mention it'll reach the younger generation a lot quicker so if when grand juries come up I'll definitely say go to Just Conspiracy <laughs> on YouTube he explains it a lot better
5: than I do TikTok uh, I, awesome. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say like my personal view like I've seen the medium that like and how the medium has degraded like TikTok is like a generation of people that want to watch commercials. Like TikTok is just a bunch of people making commercials for themselves. So they, they, they've went from like a half hour program at 12 and a half minutes of time to 30 to 60 second commercial breaks. And that's their attention span. It's really hard to get somebody to read a book or watch a video from like a thirty to sixty second pitch.
4: Oh yeah, well, it's I know. A failed <laughs> medium. Turns <laughs> In the intention span that of a gnat. I'm all uh, about.
10: I'm all about freedom over everything, but TikTok, that shit should be illegal.
5: I think it's a great mirror for society. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, Albert Einstein, Einstein said the greatest thing a man can do is think on one thing for long periods of time. TikTok is the opposite. Exactly. Like you get this great right. thing, this guy's <laughs> wow. like, hey, man, I got this free energy device. And you're like, holy shit, there's a free energy device. And then the next one is some chick dancing. And you're like, oh, shit, some chick dancing. It's like Family Guy.
9: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't get any work done.
5: Yeah, and if, and if you think about yourself as, like, you're not your mind, you own your mind, and you condition your mind. So, like, everything you do all day long is either push-ups or sitting on the couch flicking a controller. And so, like, TikTok is definitely, you know, the 500-pound guy sitting on the couch compared to reading a book and doing push-ups. So, like, I, I understand why that medium exists. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Plus so illegal? No, the it's test. a litmus test. What do you guys think about the news that came out today on Facebook with all the 40 states, the FCC, and... You heard about what, that?
2: What happened? I I mean, just the FCC,
3: apparently the FCC filed suit against um, Facebook. Uh, a bunch of other states were involved in it video. was
9: it was for Break um I'm like a yeah i think it was something. the what what's up what's up and in instagram um
2: purchases uh, yeah, yeah. They, I, I heard the other day that um that they were going to go after them for trust trust law violations
3: yeah that's what it was
2: over the sherman act or whatever
3: I think everybody kind of saw something coming with it if you didn't i mean
6: yeah.
10: is
9: that a monopoly nazis issue?
2: will be nazis it, yeah that's exactly what it is it's a monopoly issue well yeah jc
9: what's the what's the sherman act
2: um the sherman act was just the trust law uh, it, i guess senator sherman probably uh, introduced it to the floor because yeah, yeah. It, was, it was during theodore roosevelt's trust busting um because of course before and it's you know it's a double-edged sword because before the theodore roosevelt's trust busting act um you know every corporation in the united states had to be a public trust uh it couldn't be a a for-profit corporation and they had to go before Congress once every two to four years and basically plead to Congress why Congress should allow them to exist you know and like that's why like back in the day are... the
5: mega rich used to get taxed like 80 percent and the average man was asked for income tax it's because they're supposed to be for the public good like, and if, and if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when a business is licensed, it's supposed to be for the public good, or else it shouldn't get licensed. So by them making money, we're supposed to benefit off that. Am I wrong?
2: Anyone? No, I mean, th- like, uh, they can make money, they just can't uh, cause harm to society while they're doing it right and as they make money upon
5: society since you know mankind owns the land that they're taking the resources and we are the people you know producing actually not just on paper as owning but we are the ones actually doing it they're supposed to take care of the public needs in essence they're the ones supposed to be taxed because they're making profit everybody else is making earnings
2: Yeah, they're they're the ones that have income because they have money just coming. And this was
5: all flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Sometimes I think I'm wrong. Nah, you ain't wrong. Plus, they get (laughs) rich.
10: (laughs) They get rich. Sorry, what was that? To control the global narrative, and then they give crap like TikTok.
2: Man, TikTok was solely a t- Chinese invention.
4: You guys are making me feel like I picked the wrong media.
2: The- <laughs> uh, man, you're out here with us. That's the right media.
4: I'm trying to get more people on the platform, or at least educated.
1: Oh. I got a silly fact for you.
6: You know, 1933,
1: on? was such a big, 1933 was such a big year. I mean, a lot of things happened in 1933. But also, it was a year that it was 1933. I You're breaking it up. I'm sorry. Story. I couldn't hear you. Yeah, what happened in 1933? It was the first concentration <laughs> camp. That was... Oh, oh in, in Germany <laughs> or the United States? <laughs> in Germany. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. In Germany.
2: Okay. That,
1: that was about like eight America. years away.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. Ten years
1: away. I just thought it was an interesting, interesting fact nineteen thirty three had so many things go on in it. But the first Nineteen thirty
5: three was a it was a, a fantastic year for the um international banks. They took over the yes gold resource of the United States and um that is really what opened up World War Two if you think about what opened up world war 1 it was the 1913 federal reserve act um they needed to keep the bankers are always the start of the war um, there's a good book by uh Schmedley butler called war is a racket that really explains how much profit they make by doing this and how um demoralizing it is to countries fighting a war so it's it, it, i mean it there's no bad end for a banker in this aspect, so yeah, every time a bank makes a big move, they um, they start a war, and I think that's what's happening right now. Is they're waiting for their next big move. This um, what do they call it? The Great Reset. The Great Reset. And then the next move is obviously World War Three. As soon as we fall for the Great Reset, hey, let's give all our property to them and let them redistribute it. Well, you mean all of us give their property, but not anybody up in the one percent give their property up? Well, of course not them. Like I don't know if anybody else has been studying this. Well, those but people the control been
8: about
2: up in that one percent—it's not one percent; it's like point zero 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 one percent. And they don't and actually Vegas have like a map. property. It, you know, everything that they have is all in trust. You know, it's, it's that's, all. Um, from, that's a great
5: point. You're right. It's it's like Rockefeller like has Catholic a great church. statement. What's that? Um, he, uh, I can't remember who he was talking to, but he was like, I don't own anything. And they're like, well, what are you talking about? You're like the richest man around. And he's like, um, no, I don't own anything. Everything is just in trust. I have use of a ton of stuff, but I don't want to maintain it. I don't want to own it. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to be liable for it. I just want use of it when I want use of it. And that kind of oh, clicked God, with me God. like, of course, yeah, exactly. Yeah, tax- Why don't that? you pay taxes?
3: Who said that? Trump? Was that the Trump deal?
5: No, that was Rockefeller. Like um, in like nineteen twenties or something like that. Some guy was asking. Like, I'll, I'll try and find it. I um, read it somewhere, and he was pretty much explaining to him like he's not the richest man in the world. He just has use of all these assets, and it kind of makes sense because like when J.P. Morgan died you found out he only owned about 13% of what he actually said he owned and the rest of it was in trust to the um, Rothschilds. So he really just had use of all this and he only had use of it as long as it was going along with a plan. So ownership Rothschild. is a really weird thing. True. Ownership is a really weird concept. That's
3: really weird, dude, because that all strikes on back, it rings a bell with, with me in my mind on the Trump aspect with him paying taxes, because him as a man, Donald Trump, yeah, he may have only had $700 worth of income that was taxable, but his corporation and trust aspect, that character in those roles, that's not actually his. It's the trust and the corporation's.
5: So that's why. Yeah, he's not liable for it, but he could administer it at any point. He has two he things that I really guy, love about him. He, he walked out of the car in the 80s, and I can't remember which, is, which wife he had at this point, but he's like, you see that bum? And she's like, yeah, that bum is $500 million richer than me because he was half a billion dollars in debt to the banks. The other saying that I love that he has is if you owe the bank a little bit of money, you're in trouble. If you owe the bank a lot of money, they're in trouble.
2: Hey Rudy Stranger, you got your hand up, but you're unmuted, brother.
10: Okay, yeah, I just didn't want to jump in. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there's a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, it talks about how you structure, have a corporation, and all your property is owned by the corporation, and you basically use it. I don't, I've got the book, but it's been a while since I've read it. But it's Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh. It's pretty good. Yeah,
9: um, Kiyosaki.
10: Yeah, Kiyosaki. Yeah, that's his yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hey, I got a, I got a letter back from the tax people here. Um, it was kind of interesting. I thought I'd just read it to you real quick, see if you had any feedback. But that uh, talk with those, those uh, ladies about their dogs that actually got really, really good. JC, you threw out some good info in there. I'm gonna definitely listen to that a couple more times. Thanks for doing that. That was good.
2: Well, I mean, uh, dude, it's scary what they just did to that woman. Yeah, <laughs> very scary. Their family uh, right I mean, there. That, that's the type of shit that uh, I'd, I'd be thinking about busting off over. You know what I mean? Like, if it happened to me, yeah. it, it would be a different story. It could be a different story.
5: You wouldn't be getting my dogs in the first place. <laughs>
1: that's why I, that's why I, that's why really funny. rough to get him out of my house <laughs> me too i was wondering what the heck i'm like why didn't yeah. you call me when that happened jazz like wow they would have taken him out of my house well, i
10: would never open my door i would I, i've learned <laughs> <to> <laughs> never open your door
1: well and and i got, I got enough
5: solid dog at my house i'm sure to stop about three to four
1: of the first swap
5: that comes in
1: see they sat outside in her house for two hours before they let them in. Yeah, well, like, and, oh, and, and that's, that's what I was They would have sat out but, for two weeks. Yeah, and Sarah,
2: <laughs> her, and Sarah's email to me, she put that you know kind of as a side note, is that they were sitting outside the house, and and Sarah just to show you, they knew that they didn't have a valid yeah. search warrant. Uh, like right there, just the fact that they sat outside and waited for somebody to open the door, they knew they didn't have a
1: valid search warrant. That's what I said, too. Yeah, go because the Because what back he's door saying is if somebody
5: out. said, I swear to God that there's a kid in there that's being kidnapped, they would not have sat outside for two hours. They probably would have
2: really? been North Carolina. Otherwise, Greg Newman would have uh, uh, They probably they wouldn't have responded.
1: right <laughs> 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 That's the- a sad joke. That <laughs> was a sad joke. I have a friend in North Carolina that I'm having her write um about him.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, North for North sure. You should have all her friends write about him too. You, I mean, I think everybody who's watching should write. I mean, and if you're not just going to write to, uh, I mean, I did a YouTube video one time called "Write People." You know, and uh, I mean, that's basically what it talks about. Like, you got to tell these people what they're doing. And, and in my experience, you got to tell them what their job is, like what their common yeah. law job is. I, I I got a great recording of a high clerk and myself talking and I'll, I'll come out with this sometime soon. But uh, in that recording. Uh, you know, she's, she's trying to play the dumb. I only my my only job is what the statutes are. And I'm just like, woman, please, freaking since time immemorial, you've been doing this. In fact, this is such a part of your job. They don't even take the time to write it down.
1: <laughs> right. Like, no, that's that's what they, I'm...
2: Okay, go ahead. Uh, that's that's how what... what
1: part of a job this is, you know, anyways, go ahead. Sorry. That's what um Chris and Kurt's Lock Corner, they're doing. You know, Chris um, Hallett and um, Kurt Pedagast. Well, Chris is dead now. He just died a couple of weeks ago, got shot in his house. But that's what they were doing. My girlfriend of mine goes with them regularly. And that was one of the things that they're going to start teaching the legislatures and um, the Senates and people how to do their job. She was really excited because she's here in Minnesota with me. And she was going to, was, that was part of her job. What they're talking about doing is going to teach them how to do their job. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, that's, okay. Where,
2: that, that's the real thing right there. And that's where I think, you know, if we could get the numbers, I think, it, you know, because it's all about getting people to start writing. And if you start writing now, other people have been writing for years, The more people who write like it's in every single state constitution, not that you can go and petition the government. I mean, they say that too. You know, because that's what they're selling. But it's in every state constitution that you can go down and instruct your representatives on how to perform their function. And in my opinion, that's the only way we're getting out of this without people blasting off.
5: And, you know, like another point is, is like how many people know about this? Like how many people are the mega rich point zero zero one? How many people know about this point zero zero one? I'm sure if North Carolina, 5% of the people knew the exact story of that district attorney, there would not be the same situation we have now. They would be there with pitchforks and torches, and they the so Bar horrible. Association wouldn't be able to hide it. They would have to hang <laughs> him or lose their standing.
2: There's, so the awareness that's...
5: There's 10 the awareness people. that's.
2: There's 10 million people in North Carolina, okay? You don't need 3%. If you got 0.2%, okay? That's what I'm saying. 3% would be a fatality for them. Yeah, 2,000 people for every million, okay? 0.2%, and they got 10, so that would be uh, 2,000. That would be 20,000 people. If you got 20,000 people writing down to the legislature and telling them how to do their job, they're going to do it really, really quickly. You want to know why? Because all of those people could run for the same office. Mm-hmm. That's why the legislature would shape up like that. That's why they always want to blame it on the, on the executive branch or the judicial branch. Oh, it's not the legislative branch's job and jurisdiction to freaking write all of the rules for how everybody else in their society acts. You know, that's why they wrote a constitution and statutes. Every single state in their statutes has a statute that says something to the effect of, um, you know, it's a crime. It's a felony in almost every state. And the severity of the felony changes. But it's a felony to impersonate a judicial officer. How many times do you think somebody has walked into a courthouse like a random individual has walked into a courthouse and been caught impersonating a judicial officer because i bet there's a lot of computers but i don't think they have the computer <laughs> no no i don't think it's ever happened the what they're talking about in their statutes is when the judge quits acting like a judge and starts impersonating his judicial person like when uh thomas mcavoy britain Just arrested me and Henry never wrote out findings of facts or conclusions of law, which he's required to do not only by law, but by state statutes. You know, my uh, arrest order never got returned because they never actually issued it the day they arrested me. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a
5: question. Just because he didn't finish the paperwork, he still acted in that capacity because it influenced your life. He acted in that capacity yeah. if he didn't when, write it down I'm saying or
2: not. He was impersonating a judicial officer because everything he did violated the law. He couldn't be acting as a judicial officer. He had to be impersonating oh. the judicial officer. Excuse me. You see what I'm saying? I
5: understand. Understood? No. I'm sorry.
2: like like nobody's going to be walking in off the street not even 150 years ago would somebody be walking in off the street and impersonating a judicial officer and everybody else at the court's like oh yeah we're going to go along with this they are only talking about the people who are sitting on the bench those are the only people who can impersonate a judicial officer well i mean who what positions could would an
3: individual would they suspect an individual could portray i mean there's the judge there's the bailiff there's attorneys and lawyers yeah, but
2: nobody has power well like, i believe the judge has sovereign power inside of that courtroom you know what i mean like nobody else has sovereign power inside of that courtroom hey john nice.
5: let me That's ask you a question you i i are you saying that at the point where they stop acting in their judicial capacity, they're impersonating because yeah, impersonating they're acting the rogue of, of office. office? That's right.
6: That's absolutely
10: After
5: correct. Acting that's rogue.
10: a classic Title 42, 1983 complaint,
2: and, or should and, be. And, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly why, like, when, when they – everybody says what they're doing is fraud – You know, like they're pulling us over on the side of the road, giving us tickets for using our blinker or speeding or whatever, it's all fraud, we're paying taxes of fraud, it's not fraud because people are consenting. But when you go in there and you start exercising and performing law, then they have to then they have to move into that fraud territory. You know what I mean? That's why they start to get really cautious with people who do that. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha.
9: That's that's one of the biggest things I see in the counterculture that people still haven't gotten yet. It's just all the blame and all this. And they just I think it's just they're still blinded to to understand like how to I guess. What would you call it, JC, like evoke that side of the law?
2: Well, I I mean, I I would call it perform. I'm not. I mean, you heard me when I went in to court the other week. You know, did I evoke anything? I said, no, nah, I got a right to a court of law, correct? Right. Do I got a right to a court of law or not? And he got pissed. Oh, I'm going to play this. Y'all That's what we're doing right now. right now? Didn't he say that? Beautiful.
9: Do what? What, Stan?
5: He said, that's what we
2: got right That's what we're doing right now. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to play this. People got to hear it. Yeah. They got to hear it. For real? Yeah, played this one before. Oh, no, I haven't played this one for anybody. Well, I mean, I sent it out to some friends. I didn't get it. You didn't get it? Yeah.
10: You just said doctor, you didn't have a, a tag. Or, Louder.
6: You don't I'll have good, insurance man. on your car, so that's the
8: right? you want to go to trial? I have a right to do process of law, right? You have a right to a trial. You have a right to a penalty trial,
10: a right to a moment, do, do I not have a right to do process of law? That's what we're doing. I'm you not going worried. Worried. Okay. to argue
6: with you. I'm going to argue with There's a charge, too. I'm not arguing. I'm just asking if I have the process is where you're at today. I
10: I wish the nothing no The uh the officer is not be here. He is working in an accident, he was called to a whatever it was. He called about an hour ago to try to get here. So you can either uh, come back ask for a trial and uh, we'll set you for a trial if he doesn't show up the next time then uh, I would be more than happy to dismiss the charge.
3: Uh, or I can minimize your fine or uh, something
10: like that. Uh fortunate that the
3: man
6: had
2: a uh, in an accident, I, I, I wish all the people well and with the best of intentions, and I hope nobody got hurt. In 2016, I wrote to Alan Wilson and expressed my non consent to be governor. Uh, as South Carolina and the officers of South Carolina are grateful to the Almighty God you know for their liberties and the civil government. He's blessed them with I wrote to Alan Wilson last week and expressed my wish for that same for that same grace
6: to be sent to another one of God's children in the on. And I have a document here if you wish to read it. I'm
2: sure, but one Okay, this is hilarious because he went from threatening me with contempt of court. in fines, and listen to what he does after he reads this piece of paper. This is hilarious. I love it.
6: Well, this don't have
3: anything to do with why you're here today, but... No, so it doesn't. So... So, what do you want to do with this? You
8: want to, you want to go to trial? If um, <laughs> you, you want to take the guilty, I can reduce the tag down to $25. I can
10: you
2: know, actually abolish your fine for the interest. You want to do that? You hear that right there? All right. He, he went from $500 in fines to I'm going to find you in contempt just for saying, hey, I'm going to exercise my right to a court of law. Did you hear me evoke my right to a court of law? Hell no. Okay. He went from that stance. I'm going to throw you in jail. I'm going to charge you these fines to I'll drop the uh I'll drop the uh no tag to $25, but I'll just get rid of the insurance ticket. That is hilarious not, because most people God. are more concerned about me having insurance than me not having a tag.
9: And John, what was on
2: the paper?
9: You, huh? What was on the paper? What was the notice that you handed him?
2: I, uh, it, it wasn't a notice. It was a document that I got from Paul Wickenheimer, the high clerk of of Greenville County. And, and when I told him, no, sir, it doesn't, because he said it doesn't have anything to go. do with what's going on here today. And when I said, no, sir, it doesn't, I was like, not yet. You're right. He didn't say not yet, though. (laughs) Oh, I said not yet. I just said, no, sir, it doesn't. But But that was me saying, not yet. (laughs) It was hilarious. And then he said he was going to subpoena me. He wasn't even going to summons me back. He was going to subpoena me. Hmm. (laughs) That means he was going to pay me
5: to come back. Have you heard anything back from that? Oh,
2: hell no. <laughs> All right. So yeah, they, don't want,
9: they, don't, they don't want you back, do they?
2: Dude, I bet he went and called Alan Wilson or Paul, and um, and if he got either one of them on the phone, and he said, I just had Jonathan Cross in my courtroom, and he was doing some weird things, and y'all's name came up, I bet either one of those individuals would have been like, I hope you didn't tell him to come back. Yeah. We're <laughs> always trying to get rid of them.
10: That's hilarious, man! It's so crazy.
6: Well, so I you mean, basically
10: what? You, what? You, you just hand carried a copy to to uh, you know handed the other side and the judge, but the other side wasn't there.
2: Yeah. Well, what happened was They're never there. Yeah, the other side was never there. What happened was I got pulled over in August. Uh, Yeah, August of this year. And the officer was really cool with me, you know, freaking gave me three months to, to, you know, work something out. And I was actually thinking about going and getting my car bonded. And then... Some night in September, I was just like, screw it. I'm going to go have fun. You know what I mean? Um, so I I just decided to go in there and, and have a good old time. Yeah. Huh. Did that answer your question? What did you ask me, man? I, I've i been awake for a minute.
10: <laughs> uh, I was just <laughs> wondering if uh, you hand carried a copy in. Uh, you know, maybe two extra. Oh yeah. You know, as a. Hey, wait just
2: a minute. I'll I'll read to you my notices. Wait a minute. All right. So as you heard, um, the other side wasn't there. The officer didn't show up. Okay, he got caught up in a traffic accident or something uh, so i was just moving for him to dismiss the whole thing because of failure of prosecute you know mm-hmm. nobody showed up on the other side to move against me the, there's nothing here um so but here's here's what uh here's the two notices that i that i filed but i couldn't deliver them to the officer because he wasn't there but they got delivered to the court and that's all that matters. I still haven't even sent the officer his his notices because I don't care. It, it was never meant for him anyways. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, all right. Just to stop the and, proceeding. Yeah, if he pulls me in there again, I'll just do the same thing. So here's uh, here's my notice. It's called no consent. I do not consent to join, joinder, identify, identification, merge or merger of any person or persona different from how creator create myself. Boom. Uh, Here's my notice of manifest. I am man, in parentheses, JC, you know JC, that's who I am. And uh, who manifest at court and plea upon accuser, verify nature of wrong and cause of accusation. So, you know, that was just telling them, hey, right here, I'm moving in law. So as soon as you get what you have to have, the requirements, the elements that you have to have to keep moving against me, right? at that moment in time i will plead because i'll understand what i'm pleading to and i even told him that in court i was like as soon as you get a man or a woman up there to explain to verify the nature of the wrong and the cause of the accusation i'll understand how to plea at that point but i don't understand how to plea right now
10: yeah step two right
2: yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, how, say how, you how, how, how can I understand how to plea if I haven't even heard verified facts of what I'm pleading to? Like, how could I possibly do that? How could anybody possibly you, do that?
5: From from the way I'm looking at it, and I know I look at it in an oddball way, it looks like you never gave consent. And since you never gave consent there was nobody on the other side to give consent for it to move forward. Since there was nobody on the other side, you were just fighting yourself at that point. And since you said, um, I don't understand this, they understood that you did not stand under it, but yet they can't let the illusion go because how many other people were in court? So they had to be like, all right, well,
2: we'll... Nobody else. I, I've never seen a courtroom so empty. What happened? Really? Yeah, I'm for real. I, I, dude, I was actually kind of getting nervous because I thought that the. They know that. I pull up, and
11: there's nobody in the parking lot. That's interesting
2: hey, uh, because. Uh,
11: yeah,
9: yeah, it's five seven zero.
2: Yeah, five seven zero. I just mute you out because there's a lot of background noise there. What's up? Stan? You
5: gotta turn Magnum Pi down. Right. It, it was hey, just Stan, interesting because, know. like, what's that?
0: Don't you know
10: JC doesn't even give consent to himself?
5: <laughs> oh, I tried to give him like a hundred bucks. He was like, no way, dude. Hey, guys, yeah. I got to
3: split you.
5: Hey, John, you guys, I got I to gotta
3: take off, man. I got to take care of
2: something. Hi, all right. brother. You have a good night.
3: You, all right? a good night, John. Bye.
2: Nice hey, Is everything cool, man?
9: No, uh, he just went. He just dropped.
2: Yeah, I will give him a call after the show, because that's kind of abrupt for him. Does
5: anybody having? So what I was, what I was saying about the call like uh, what you just put out there, is um, without you giving consent, how can the other side move? there's nobody on the other side. It always seems to me like it's the boogeyman. And um, one of the things about um, the the uh, audio you just played is that you are completely emotionless through the whole thing, there's not one bit of emotion. You just answer the question. Who cares? Maybe, maybe not. I don't I don't fucking know, who cares? Through the whole thing, you never he couldn't get a rise from you, even when he said contempt there was no rise that 's one of the things that I see is missing and a lot of these people that show up in court and try and um do this and they they have audio or video it's they get angry and they start telling somebody how something is supposed to be. You never told anybody anything you never said uh, you never activated I, anything I just, you
2: just. just to add, just to add to mm-hmm. your and really let us sink uh, in well, for people. Magnum PI again. No, this uh, is what I'm not, Are
10: you familiar with the term <laughs> discovery rule five <laughs> violations? Nope. Well, that's what attorneys the do. They they call discovery motions <laughs> and they call rule <laughs> five
5: motions.
2: Now and he's, he's giving me legal advice from the bench.
10: We don't accept those
5: I really um, can't that hear that. State. I don't know about anybody else, but if you can tell All us what's happening right now.
10: Or whoever it is um, that wrote the, the citation or issued the war. Um, we're independent. We're, we don't, we're not part of the sheriff's office, police department, of nothing that. We're in court. So we're, we're the judicial side of it, so we don't accept anything on behalf of any officer, any organization other than the district.
6: Yeah, I, I understand.
10: I've still been situations like those people, so that, um, you know, typically the court, the court does the work, but uh, yeah, you know, they're to make sure you do that. Yeah. Nice well, office, um, that's, that's not good service per law. Law says you've got to serve it upon the agency. So, you know, if, even if the court accepts your documents, uh, you can't use that against it if the officer never gets it because you filed <laughs> in the wrong place. That's per statute. That's
2: pretty long. So, <laughs> He's a kind first of statue. Do, kind <laughs> of that the future.
10: really needs <laughs> to be on the individual, not on some other company that you're going to rely on getting to that officer. Because,
6: um, that that will
2: hold up anywhere. Yeah, well, Thank you for your time. You're very welcome. Oh, look, look for a
10: subpoena from us um, <laughs> for that
2: next quarter. Okay. <laughs> All right.
10: Y'all have a great day. Be safe. stay healthy yes sir yes sir yes. wish you and your family the best. thank you thank you sir right, good day <laughs> you guys went a little over the top there at the end yeah <laughs>
9: hey, hey john can you can you just restate what kind of what he said at the beginning there what he was when he was saying uh he was talking about rule five
2: yeah he, he was talking about rule he he was giving me legal advice. he wanted me so badly to put a motion you know, right. or, or do something attorney-like so that he could get jurisdiction back over me. Uh, you know, it just yep. wasn't going to happen. Like, obviously you you could see how cool I left it. You know what I mean? Like I calmed him down. I was calm the whole time, just like Stan was talking about. And even when I was leaving, I was like, Hey, you have a great day with you and your family. Hope y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, you know? No, no emotion about it. It's all good. There, there was just an error. You know, they thought I was somebody I'm not. That's all. I just had to go show them who I was. That's all. Yeah. That's all you're ever doing. Right? You were misidentified. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I, like I said before, I grew up on the streets. And, you know, on the streets, you got to. You gotta be yourself all the time, and you got yeah. It was a hard life in Brooklyn, wasn't it? For sure.
9: Back in the seventies.
2: Oh yeah, man, no. I wasn't even alive in the seventies.
9: Warriors. Was, uh,
10: <laughs> a, a witness you had with you is that is that right? What? Uh, it sounded like you had somebody with you to witness.
2: Yeah, uh, Journey was with me. Uh,
10: Do you you think that may have uh, been more difficult, at least, if you were by yourself, like, say, in a family court?
2: No. No, I mean, not not when people pull it off like that. I've I've never seen, like, uh, because the only time they really run over people is when, when people are doubting, you know, when people are believing in the authority that a judicial officer has, when people are believing in the authority that the state has, um, that's when they really double down and it's like, okay, now I'll throw you in contempt. Now now I'm going to try to get you to believe all the way, you know, if you just show them that you're never going to buy it, yeah. you know, they can offer it all day long. Like, hey, it's great. Can you I got tell a quick story? Cake. But I, I, I want this pumpkin pie, you know?
5: What's yeah. up, brother? So, like,
2: five, six years ago, um,
5: my girlfriend, she went into court, and they gave her a speeding ticket and no insurance because she couldn't find her insurance slip. And we went in there, and um, she pretty much wrote a notice saying that she could only appear as a woman. And so the judge wouldn't accept it, but the um, prosecutor would. And when the prosecutor accepted it, um, she stayed completely silent when my uh, girlfriend came up. And the judge pretty much prosecuted the case at that point. And she was like, well, what were you doing out there? And she's like, you weren't driving? And she's like, no, nah, I was going to point A to point B. And she's like, all right, well, you know, why don't you sit down right now? And uh, we'll get to you later. And she's like, all right. So she went and sat down. She went back up. Um, when she went back up, the judge was, like, much more stern. She's like, are you Patronim And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, "Um, were you not here on this street? And she's like, well, I don't understand. And then she starts going down the thing. She's like, so you weren't driving that day? And she's like, I don't know. I was going from point A to point B. And the judge goes, I don't understand point A to point B. And my girl goes, I was traveling. And she goes, sit down. And my girl ran back and sit down. And I go, why'd you come back? And she goes, well, you know, she's scared, and she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I said, okay, what you're going to do is next time you go up, just hand your proof of insurance. She had insurance to the prosecutor, and that's going to create joinder, She's going to get all happy. She's going to tell the judge. And then when the judge starts talking to you, just beg for mercy. Throw yourself at the mercy of the court. Ask for forgiveness. So when she did that, um, she went back up, Um, and she handed the um, insurance over. When she handed the insurance over um, the prosecutor, that's the first time the prosecutor said anything the whole time. She goes, oh, she gave me the insurance. I'd like to drop the ticket on the insurance. And then the judge smiled ear to ear. And uh, she goes, yeah, let's throw that out. And she goes, well, how about the um, speeding? And my girl said, I'm guilty. When she said she was guilty, uh, she goes, okay, well, that's uh $225 court cost and all this other stuff. And she's like, but t- it's a $75 fee, and I can give you a 100, $150 fee if I want today. And she said, well, I beg mercy upon the court. And she goes, everybody wants to be forgiven. Why should I forgive you? And at that point, my girl had nothing to say, so she just hung her head. And uh, she goes, I can make this $150, like I said but today I'll make it 50. Can you pay the court costs in 50? She said, yes. And then she said, "Uh, you know what? Court costs in 25. How does that sound? And she goes, that's wonderful. And we walked out and like, I was paying the ticket. So I said, just go up there and have fun. Don't get thrown in jail. But when it came out, like it, it gave me a different perspective of like what is, is that it's just a show. Just like John, like she got emotion out of my girlfriend at that point, at that point, she crumbled. When she crumbled, she said, "Sit down." My girl ran back to the seat, says, "I don't want to do this anymore." It was a break in her mentality. Up until that point, there was no break. The judge was just testing. So what John is saying is like, "I really, truly do believe that, and um, John's recording is really the only recording I've ever heard with no emotion. None.
10: Yeah, most of the ones, uh, the few I've seen too, people trying stuff, and you could tell they're new, is uh, in their attempt to show confidence, they show some kind of smugness, and they don't like that at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't being smug at all. like, look, I know I've said this so many times on this show before, but I absolutely get incredibly annoyed with the people in the counterculture who… Go into court and read a judge case law. Uh, I was helping Paul one time, and he read a judge case law for about three hours. I'm surprised the judge even <laughs> put up with it. The judge started yeah, finishing it. all the quotes. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it, it it was pretty crazy. And um, you know what happened is his that judge was a judge as long as Paul had been alive. Oh my god. You know, don't don't try and act like you know law better than these people. I mean, you know, they know law. They're attorneys. They they got a law degree. They freaking became a judge. Just go in there and stand on it. You know. If I could, just like just like nature. Like if somebody comes up to
5: you and they're humble and they're in their way even if they're wrong, you're willing to cut them a lot of slack, but if they come up to you and they're like, you know, screw you, I know what I'm talking about and they're complete wrong, what are you gonna do to them? These people are sitting in this position. We propelled them up there and give them so far this much power. So you might as well walk in being like, Hey man, I just want to work this to the best capacity, who's trying to make a problem? And let the person making let the man or woman making the problem bear the fucking liability or, you know, that.
2: Hey, I, I got to bring this up because people are talking about it in the chat. Um, yeah. And uh, JD brought up, uh, I guess, CRP rule five or something. Um, anyways, a couple of people are kind of questioning what rule five is, and they're talking about looking it up. Uh, I would absolutely advise against that. Okay, I I don't look up any of their stuff unless I'm curious, Um, just because, look, even if you look at Rule 5 and you read Rule 5 and you even read it really, really, really accurately, it doesn't mean what you think it means. (laughs) Okay, and and since I was talking about Paul, who said all that case law to the judge it was hilarious because paul was trying to introduce facts to the court uh he got he got arrested for smuggling in fake silencers they weren't even real silencers Uh, they were basically toys and um you know they charged him with smuggling silencers and he had a police detective from england over in this federal court in tennessee to testify to the fact that they were toys and not real silencers, and that over in England, he, you know, you have to have really, really credentialed licenses to be able to get silencers. Like you can get way more firearm stuff in the United States, and the the judge wouldn't let let the guy get on the stand. And Paul kept on arguing about his right to exculpatory evidence and using um, a rule—I forget what federal rule it is—to get this guy on the stand. And this judge goes, "I, I don't, I don't have the rule book here. Does anybody have the rule book?" And the federal prosecutor jumps up. <laughs> and goes, I have the rule book, and the judge is like, "Bring it to me." federal prosecutor runs up, gives it to him, and you know it's got to be a brand new rule book because the federal prosecutor just had it on the desk, and uh, he blows on it. He's like, this thing looks awfully dusty. I don't think anybody's used it in a while. Let me look at this rule. Okay, so if you have foreign evidence, the judge may allow it to be heard in the court. And what were you saying again? (laughs) (laughs) he just didn't care because even the way it's worded it's like yeah they may do it they may not do it they shall do it you know people read things like they shall do this whenever you go down to the courthouse
5: yeah at some point in the future of time
2: when they feel like it and and to be honest like isn't
5: that copyrighted material are you trying to use harry potter against the lady that you that made harry potter and you're going to tell her, like, what she wrote is Harry Potter, and the magic of Harry Potter is not the magic of Harry Potter? Like, are you yeah, really you're, licensed
2: you're, to do so?
9: Yeah.
2: You're going to argue right, with and Christ then about the interpretations of the New Testament?
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Are you Paul? <laughs> right. what do you think, or try to say trying to
9: say you don't have jurisdiction over me, but here's the thing that you wrote and I'm going to use it and say that you don't have jurisdiction over me.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a ridiculous idea.
5: And, and and to be honest, it's like, if you, if you go to your dad and you're like, well, dad, you remember like three weeks ago you said, because this program was on, I could stay up later. I could stay up now. Like who the hell are you petitioning with their own words of what they let you do? it's 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 a ridiculous circular uh negative thought
9: yeah rule five would be in fictional law i mean it's it's inside their world that's what they know right jc i mean that's obviously he's that's what he's fallen back on he he was kind of you know he he's no, being let, stumped let
2: me it in this way. the words who's ruled what? Yeah, let me just put it to you this way, man. It's like this. It's like rule 5 is a legal procedure, right? Yep. So, if if I'm going into rule 5 and I do anything in that legal procedure, now I'm consenting to the legal procedure. Right? Yep. Because I'm moving yep. outside of law, okay? And and my legal procedure was the paperwork that I handed him was was those notices. That's the legal procedure that I know, you know, and then if I go and leave that legal procedure and step into his court, Now what law am I moving under? You know, what jurisdiction of law am I moving under?
9: Yeah, it's you're moving into his legal procedure. That it's it's still, I mean, isn't it isn't it still law, but it's a subset of law. It's their law, it's their system, you're you're No, it's 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 their
2: legal procedure. It's an administrative process. And and yeah, it is law, but but when it It, it is law when you consider it's law within the
5: society.
9: No, exactly. That's what I mean. Like when you consent to step into that system by using their stuff or saying you accept, you know, some kind of joinder into their structure, then then it's lawful right. because you actually consented to it.
5: And, and that's this what, is that's why, like, um, like what we're trying to do right now is create a society which um, we consider our thoughts as law. This is this. We are really just, you know, combining our thoughts and trying to move forward hey. in the best way.
2: Hey, man! Somebody a stop. Was or you got to now? Ago. Somebody was just on a minute ago, and it looks like they got kicked off because I unmuted them and I just read the text. This guy, uh, Chris. You you remember Chris? Ad. He texted yeah, yeah. Me the other day and. You know, thank okay. you for helping was, him out with the mental hospital, and he was going to come I on was, tonight.
9: Yeah, I saw him on earlier. I saw the message. I was wondering about that. I was, I was hoping that he was going to follow up soon because I didn't want that to be left, uh, you know, in the dust. Because you, you know, you helped him out. Yeah. But
2: yeah. So um, he'll probably come on at some point. He, he was just on I kind of interrupted, but it looks like the phone right. call dropped again because he's been having all right. problems all night. Yeah, it'd be
9: great to hear it would be great to hear the story that he has again, you know and for other people to hear how it went.
2: Yeah, I think it would be good for for other people to hear. but I'm sure he'll come on at some point in time. I mean, he really was yeah. trying to get on this evening. Good. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you, Stan.
5: no problem he's like hey (laughs) you're lucky you're lucky I was interruptible at that moment
2: (laughs) 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 I hope Sean's alright yeah I'm going to call him when when I get off the show and I'm probably going to end it pretty soon because I'm kind of tired
9: you know, uh, Stan, you were just talking about, you know, how we're trying to, you know, use our own thoughts and bring our own law and all that. And uh, that just kind of brought <clears throat> reminded me a, of a subject <clears throat> that somebody was talking about this past week about uh, PMAs, people using private member associations. And uh, maybe we okay. can talk about that sometime. I was just... Maybe that's a, a subject that we can talk about next week, just the idea of it. Sure, um, you mean like pulling stuff out of the
2: public. Yeah, we've, If we're going to talk about that subject, we should really get Brian Parker on the call because he, he really yeah. is into he's that into subject. It. Yeah, he's he's really into that subject. And I agree with him 100% that that's a, that's a huge tool if people come together and use it. Anyways, John has his hand up. Um, so John, what's going on, man?
3: Oh, I was just wondering if you got the email that I sent you this week.
2: Um,
3: I sent it to the same email that uh,
2: yeah. you well, I'm sorry, man. I have been crazy busy <laughs> so. Because I know um,
3: last week we talked about, you know, I, I, I email you that, that letter that I had written up for the uh, um, the court administrator or, or uh, head
10: administrative yeah, I, judge for the court. I'm
2: saying, man, I, I don't see it right here. Give me a call after the call real quick. Oh,
10: okay.
3: On um, your cell phone?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Well I can I can post it into the uh, chat this week if you want.
2: The, um yeah, I mean we'll talk about it here in just a minute. So I think I'll go ahead and start shutting it down. Okay. Yeah, I, I see you uh the 21 guest two. Uh, At unity, yep, unity. Hey, wait, wait, wait. 570 was back. Let's try this out. Hey man, is that you? Hello? Hey, you're on. what's up, brother? Alright, um
11: sorry about that. That's pretty embarrassing. Um so uh I just want to call in first thing, just thank you for your help um getting me out of Cottonwood. Um you know, well, uh, I mean, most, uh, most people kind
2: of know this way, but why don't you just let everybody know okay. what you're talking about
11: with cottonwood? Okay, um, so I had, uh, I was, I was coming from uh, the west coast back to Pennsylvania to, to be with uh, my girlfriend, which yeah, everyone can hear. I had, a, I'm having some issues. <laughs> um, but along the way, I witnessed some people, um, using a device. Like, to, on, on buses, the Greyhound buses. And um, me being from Philly and not knowing when to keep my mouth shut, I, uh, they, the one, one of them sat next to me, so I, start, I said something to the, to the girl about it. And uh, turns out I, I was around L.A. and all that, so they were affiliated. And um, I ended up going through some gang stalking and getting off the bus in uh, Kansas calling state troopers. Um, they then... State Troopers, I, I told them about, you know, I tried to tell them, um, they actually, they used this, the device to, to get access to my phone, right? And they had uh, recordings of me talking to the girl I was going to see. They, could, they, can, they knew all the correspondence and all that. So they ended up playing a, um, a soundbite to me of a channel like her and distressing she, that her, um, her child was only two years old. So I ended up having them pull the bus over and I called State Troopers. And um, they ended up taking me in. I, I then uh, went to the county jail where, um, you know, I was freaking out. I'm like, yo, you have to call the gang unit. They, they killed her. They killed her and her daughter. Like, I'm freaking out, freaking out. They, um, the jail, they didn't tell me they are having me do a psyche vow. So they bring me in front of somebody. I think I'm speaking to the gang unit. So I'm like, what are you doing talking to me? Call her. Find out if she's okay. Like, they fucking killed her. Blah. blah, blah like, freaking out to this. So without knowing they're doing a psych eval, of course they're not going to, um, you know, you go in there thinking you're speaking to a gang unit trying to catch a busload of people who just tortured you for a few hours. And instead, you know, they're trying to throw you in a, a, a psych ward. So that's what ended up. Um, they actually then, it get, it gets crazy. So I don't know. I guess somehow they put shit in my bags or whatever, but they didn't, end up char- they, they didn't end up charging me there. They then drove me to the next town over and dropped me off where I went to a, another store, knocked on the window, and told them to call the cops again so I could do, tell them what was going on, you know? So, <laughs> that's, and, I mean, and then what happened... After-
2: we, we, we just, so then like they I actually everybody they took, to hear the severity of this. He went to okay. go report a crime, and they investigated him, let him go, yes. and he went to report a crime again.
11: And then what happened? You got locked up, right? They locked. No, they pulled me. Yeah, they, they brought me to a hospital, where they then said that the original evaluation was that I was to be um, involuntarily put in the uh, mental institution. So then I had to go. They said I had to go do another one. So I could get out of that one, and then they were gonna send me to some fucking shithole. If I didn't have my aunt having my back and this girl here, who's also struggling with legal things, there it's like a it's like a club that we don't belong to. You understand? And they just they they just they fucking they all know each other. They're all in bed. They're both sides of the same side. They go to fucking yeah, bro, they go to hey, one. Hey 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 brother Sorry. brother.
2: brother. Oh. Oh, no. I, I get it. Sorry. I get it. It's you know it's upsetting. I, I understand yeah. why you're pissed, but what what happened to you later that night? Like after you went back to the second store and you tried to report the crime again, they you called they the then, they, then and they took
11: they, you to involuntary <coughs> commit, right? They they took me to a hospital where I sat, and then they took me to a mental uh, a mental facility, and, uh, and, and you then, know and, and I, then I, what I called you. How long, long was, were you there? I was there a few days um, until, until you, uh, my aunt put me in contact with you, and you gave me the information, and then I, I stood and I said, you know, I, felt, I did the, the forms like you, you like, instructed me, and, you know, I've seen them before, so I kind of knew what they looked like. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you, because of that, because, as soon as I did that, it was, then they started listening to me. They are like, oh, oh, shit, this guy, he knows, he knows a little bit. And then they start getting scared. And, and, that's and when then they, they let you out me the next day, right? Was it the next yeah, day I have or the day no, after I have that? My, Yeah, they let me out. I, they let me out the following day after all the like you know the red tape was was done with, you know. But it's like <coughs> I don't know. I really, I really, I, I want to. I need to learn this. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be on here, you know, at least listening more, you know, because like I said, I'm. There's always a good, like there's struggles still. I, I, I put myself through the, the ringer, you know, um, you know, my twenties and thirties, I had problems with addiction. And because of that, I have a lot of, uh, you know, things in the past that I needed to clear up. Not only that, it's just right now, um, you know, my girlfriend is struggling with just, just like everyone is struggling with like this COVID thing, work. It's, it's, everything is hard on anybody. And, and then on top of the legal stuff but i just wanted to thank you jc and um you know i'm sorry about earlier like yeah, like this is why no, I, it's, I, it's, all it's all good
2: bro. hey i'm just glad that you made it out here and people got to hear your testimony and uh yeah you know i mean just so everybody knows i only talked to this kid for like half an hour on the phone i told him exactly not, yeah what i mean not do. even <laughs> we, you know, I think I, we i think i, 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 think I yeah Go ahead, I, I go ahead. just figured he was either going to pull it off or he wasn't, you know, <laughs> I gave it about a 50 50 and he ended up pulling it off and that's awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, and I think that one of the things is kind of growing up and feeling on the street and in a hard life, and you should definitely go back and listen to this show because it was really good. But um, you know, that kind of gives you the attitude that you have to have to deal with these people. You know, yeah, you got to be willing to stand and fight for what's right. You know, you got to be willing to, you know, get real uncomfortable with gang members and go report them as criminals because that's what's going on in our government right now. That's why they're locking him up,
11: you know? Yeah. Anyway, and look, dude, they're, they're using they're using the um, the Greyhounds. Like, I'm telling you that it's no one. is author, to yo, Have a great night. Yeah, I mean, I'm just really tired, brother.
2: I've been doing a lot of videos and stuff, so and I got a couple. No, I feel of you, man. Thank you. So, thanks for coming on. Thank, you. thank you so much. Yes, sir. All right, thank you. so and much. And you're, you're welcome, welcome back anytime, man. You know, anytime. Yo, yeah, um, I'll, Wednesday
11: I'll every Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be I'll be listening, man. All right, thank cool.
2: you. Yep. Cool, man. Thanks, thanks for coming Can out. Can I ask and a question before we before we get off?
5: Uh yeah sure what's up? Right. So he believes somebody was trying to tap into his phone, and then he went to the cops, and the cops said that they could play what was on his phone, or was the person sitting next to him playing what was on his phone? I I, yeah, I got the lost. Person, the,
2: the, the person the, sitting next the, to him was playing. Yeah, was they on played. The
9: phone. They basically. If they, they were trying to steal them.
2: from. They they basically made, they were they had to have some type of an MZ catcher or something. You know, you can get a
9: data $1, catcher for $1,
2: fifteen hundred dollars and uh you can make one out of a laptop for about two hundred bucks that would have done what he's talking about. And uh so obviously, you know, it was criminal counterintelligence and he okay. was trying to so. the product. And then they, they to know made him
9: They made him think that they that they had they had access to the girl he was going to see and they were threatening her and they were tricking him by by playing some kind of recording that i guess they had gotten through his phone of her or something and made it sound they and there was not a way
2: he could call her at this point no he he didn't have yeah like uh i mean i don't know exactly how it went down and he He already jumped off. I mean, he's been having problems all night because he was on at the beginning of the night. I think he said something. I mean, I know he said something in the chat after he tried coming on because I had already unmuted him, and I didn't know it was him. Uh I'm sorry. This is like a feature-length
5: film in a commercial break, so I feel like I only got the trailer, and I'm very lost.
2: This was at 950 when he called in as Chris, cause that's his name. And he wrote, uh, uh, JC, thanks for all your help with my situation in Kansas. Thanks to uh, your help, I can officially say I'm not in Kansas anymore. Having issues with my microphone, (laughs) but feeling the need to thank you publicly in this forum. So again, thank you. And uh, so, you know, he'd been trying to get on all night for the most part. Um, oh, I would yeah. love
5: next week to hear his full story because, like, that was, like, a flash in the pan, so.
2: Well, I mean, that Sounds was basically very the story. That, you know, that was basically the story. The only thing that was left out was uh, all I had him do was um, file a complaint. Oh, my God, I have
5: so many questions.
2: A summons and a uh, an emergency motion to move the court because he's you know his body's being held against its will and they came back uh i got a text from stephanie the next morning saying that somebody came back from the court saying that uh the court wasn't going to hear any of the cases the jurisdiction was all messed up and they were going to let him go
5: okay well i have um just just from my point of view like you understand like i've never had to like go into court or anything like this um the only reason that I'm here is because I just love information. So, like, when I hear somebody going through a struggle like this and I hear they go to a, you know, a police department and they lock them up and then they go to the next one and they throw them, like, in a psych ward, like, I, I, I really would like to know more of how it escalated to that point in detail. If You know, just, just for my edification.
2: Well, I mean, so he next he week, back, please get him back on. <laughs> uh, well, he said he'd come back at some point in time, man. So, all right, I'm gonna unmute five four one. They can say their piece, and I'm hopping off the call. Five four one, you've been unmuted.
7: Hey there, can you hear me?
2: Uh, we can hear Not you. Now.
7: It's you. It's Unity. I'm Chris's. Um, hey. Oh hi! I'm Sam. Going well. I'm so glad he got through to you guys, and thank you for saying what the documents were because I could never remember. I was so shaken by everything I did. I made twenty calls to attorneys of you know the attorneys of the counties and a lawyer that. You know, they didn't transport his property with him. He had bags and stuff. And then.
9: Yeah, then he <laughs> that the was when he left. That was when, that, yeah, that's when he. That was when. The trooper
7: told me. We had to come and get them. We had to come and get the bags at the trooper's office in Kansas. I'm like, uh, no. He, Who can I talk to? They said, talk to, this, talk to legal. I said, okay, what's the number? And I got the lawyer to transport the bags to two, to another trooper. She liaisoned the stuff to get to his hotel. I said, he needs to have his stuff before he needs to go on a shuttle to an airplane. You have caused us quite enough damage at this point. And she got on it.
5: Yeah. You know, I love the way you speak.
7: <laughs> I'm over teaching. Some
2: people are gangsters.
7: And I'm learning. Let me tell gangster. you, Unity's learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: well, well, I hope you're teaching while you're learning. Well, Tweet you're the you've missing
7: link. Let people know from your heart what the fuck they're doing that's out of line. And then let you're them right. know what you them to do. To rectify the situation.
2: Yeah, when you act like like a man or a woman, they're they're pretty likely to do it most of the time.
7: You know what the first thing I said to this woman lawyer. Woman to woman. This is what I'd like to see happen. Because right now I am holding my tongue as much as I can. From the mistreatment that's happened, and the lack of investigation going on, when you got criminal activities going on on the Greyhounds going through your state, well, and very likely hey, you know about it.
2: Hey Unity, you
7: know, I told her the
2: whole thing. Unity, you know, I hate to kind of cut you off, but I'm I'm pretty yeah, tired, and I, I get a couple of calls relate. after this. But I'm just addressing what you were just talking about. They call it yeah. the criminal justice system. They don't call it the people's justice system. Yeah. You know, they don't call it you know a justice system. Justice. They call it the criminal justice system for a reason. It's because the criminals are running the justice system. Well, you know, and let me
7: They tell you what I everything. I am not is. having it in my world.
5: Hey, Casey, they didn't slip up there, did they? (laughs) Nope. They got
7: the baggage where it was supposed to go, and God damn it, if Chris would have preserved it further, we would have gotten the things that they took out. They took my father's antique compass that I gave to him. He was a draftsman at White Sands Proving Grounds,
5: and that pisses me off. Hey, do you think that would be a good thing to say in court? To be like, is this is this under the criminal justice system? And then when they say yes, you'd be like, oh, I'm not a criminal. I'm in the wrong place.
7: Oh, my Lord. Well, J. Listen, J. And on that crazy. note, JC, J. C., great J. C. show,
5: J. C. sir. Oh,
7: Thank you. Thanks great, coming out. great information and empowering. So serious, hey, Stan. my brother. Keep it up. Yeah. One
10: might even argue that those officers were impersonating officers.
7: Oh, honey, I <laughs> want to <laughs> pursue those guys, everyone.
2: No, and, and, police make officers, friends with them. And, and police officers can't impersonate police officers because police officers are supposed to break the law. That's, a fiction can impersonate a
5: fiction because it is a fiction.
2: Well, well, no, it's kind of their job to break the law because they're the they're the actual foot soldiers on the ground. You know, they're called they're not called law <laughs> enforcement <laughs> always, called They always trolley. have legal so
7: departments. departments. They always have legal departments with lawyers you can talk to. Oh, I'll tell
5: you what. One thing that I've noticed yeah. is um, the forefathers were very against having a standing army in our midst.
1: Yeah. And they're not well, red; they're
5: blue. But man,
7: <laughs> and hiring all the time—you know—that's all. People go to the military constantly. They'll be using the military on us. They'll figure out a way here soon. Marshall, I'll law. be
5: honest. I've found hey, hey, making hey, friends I'm, with them.
2: I'm gonna be honest, I'm really tired. <laughs> <I> really <am. laughs> Sleep is the cousin of death.
3: Hey, JC, we'll you we'll want talk. me to wait and call you tomorrow?
2: No, nah, no, nah, go ahead and give me that call because I'm gonna talk to someone right after you. But yeah. Go ahead and give me a call real quick.
7: More next okay. week.
2: Love you. Yep. Good night. Yep, thanks we'll mind, be guys. back night, guys. next Wednesday at nine p.m. Uh, thanks everybody for coming out to the call. It was a great call. Hope everybody shares it around, and hopefully we'll see y'all next week, nine p.m. Eastern yep. Standard Time on Common Law. Live night. Live. night. See
8: ya. Good night, Jesse.
10: Dropping fire. Good night, guys.
0: 18 plus.